In today's episode, I'll be chatting with a great friend and fellow business owner, Natalie Sisson, about her inspiring journey from leaving the corporate world to starting her own super successful business, The Suitcase Entrepreneur, and then the ups and downs of evolving from that chapter to focusing on a new quest for freedom in her business and life. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode three of the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'd love to start by saying a big thank you for all the fantastic reviews and ratings and the comments and the messages that I've been receiving since the, the launch of the podcast. It truly means a lot. So you're in for a real treat today as I'm super excited to bring you a very special guest and in fact, the first ever guest on this podcast. But before we dive into the conversation, let me tell you a little bit about Natalie Sisson and why I know that you're going to get a ton of value from hearing about her story and her insights. Natalie is an adventurer and an entrepreneur from New Zealand who loves to travel. So much so that one of her first businesses was called The Suitcase Entrepreneur, where she ran her business from around the world, and I mean literally in practically every continent in the world, and she did that by using her laptop and her smartphone. She's also written a best-selling book with another one on the way, plus delivered an amazing TEDx talk all about the surprising truth about freedom. Our paths crossed a few years ago when I first started to listen to Natalie's podcast and then I had an opportunity to connect with her. That led to her inviting me to be her guest on her podcast and then also she invited me to be a guest coach at her retreats in Portugal and twice in Bali. Yes, I know, it's a really hard life. Well, we've since become really great friends and have collaborated on a number of projects together as well. And what I've especially loved is seeing the journey that Natalie's been on, both in terms of her business and also her life in general, and how it's totally required her to get out her way to continue to make great things happen. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation today with Natalie and share it with you, as I know that for many of us small business owners and entrepreneurs, our paths are rarely a straight line and there's many chapters that we go through. So you can find out all the links and the resources and the things that we talk about in the show notes for this episode over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash three. But right now, have you got your passport ready? Let's go over to New Zealand and tune in to the conversation that I had with Natalie. So welcome, Natalie, to the Get Out Your Way podcast. How does it feel to be the first official guest on my podcast? So super thrilling. I'm so excited and I'm so excited for your podcast. I know it's going to be unbelievable value and help so many people. Well, it's a real privilege to have you here because actually the first time I was ever on a podcast was on your podcast. So I would love to basically have a conversation today about your evolving life as an entrepreneur. As I know, it's an inspiring journey that many fellow small business owners will get immense value from. So take us back to the early days. What were you doing in the corporate world, Natalie, and what prompted you to get out of the corporate world and start your own business? 
Oh my goodness. Um, the main thing was I was in London, UK in what was a great job on paper, but wasn't actually living up to that in reality. And I had been commuting into the office every day, pushing to try and get the work done that they brought me in to do. And I remember waking up one morning and just actually not wanting to get out of bed, which is so unlike me. So I sort of evaluated where I was at and I was like, I'm not motivated by this job. I'm actually even a little bit depressed and I frankly don't feel like going to work. I think I pulled a sickie that day, Osman. And over the next couple of weeks, it didn't get any better. And so I took the leap and I was like, right, that's it. It's a big sign. You have to quit. Otherwise you could be here a year later, two years later, three years later, still being miserable and never taking that leap of faith. That was one major mover. And the other one was that I had always wanted to start my own business and I felt like this was a good time. It just, I was like, if I'm this miserable in a nine to five, I don't think I'm ever going to get happier. That's how I felt at the time. And I was like, this might be my chance to just go and do my own thing. So how would you describe those first couple of years in business now that you look back at it? Oh my goodness, such a roller coaster ride and um, pretty damn tough, very challenging and really, really rewarding. Um, I think you go through every single range of emotion from the morning when you may start out feeling great to the end of the day when you may be feeling really terrible and you can have these peaks and troughs every single day, if not every single week and month. So I think they were the times that I felt like going back to a cushy job they were the times that I felt like accepting money from my parents when I was totally running out of money. And they were also some of the times where I, where I found this depth of strength and persistence that I didn't know I had. And that I also pulled on all the knowledge that I probably didn't really know I had either because you really get tested when you start your own business to pull on everything. So yeah, a bit of a mix of, of everything and nothing that I would ever change because I think you have to go through all those emotions and experience to really appreciate where you've got to. Absolutely. And thinking back at it now, what were you most proud of from those early years that was a result of you having to really challenge yourself or, or to get out your own way? <sighs> Some of the things, my goodness. I think it was actually surrounding myself with not only positive influences, so I didn't have any mentors at that stage, but I was following certain people online. I was reading books. I was listening to a few podcasts back then before I started my own. Um, and I think those things just helped when I was sort of down and out or when I was doubting myself, I would read stories about people who had gone through far worse. And I would listen to a podcast or take a piece of action that really, really helped me or I'd watch an inspiring video. Um, just anything that could kind of trigger me to get out of me being down the dumps and focus instead on taking action. So at the start, when I came across you, you were the suitcase entrepreneur. So tell me a little bit about what, how that came about and what you're most proud of during those years as being the suitcase entrepreneur. Yeah, it came about because I'd been traveling to so many conferences. At that stage, I was just living out of my suitcase and starting to travel the world. And I went to conferences and people always ask you, what's your name? What do you do? Where do you live? And I was always like, well, I live in a suitcase. And people were just thought it was crazy or they were fascinated by it or they thought I was mad. And one guy's like, oh, so you're like the traveling entrepreneur. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. He's like, you're like the suitcase entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, we just had one of those, oh, snap, that's a brilliant name. And he's like, go and buy that domain name. And I was like, I will, thank you so much. His name was Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. And um, the minute I bought that domain name, it really helped me to refine my niche more because up until then, I'd actually been targeting just women entrepreneurs and all women entrepreneurs around the world, which is not a niche. And from then on, I was like, well, the suitcase entrepreneur to me means having a mobile business. It means packing things up, packaging things up um, and 
all those things that come with having a virtual mobile business. And it just allowed me to focus more on business and lifestyle, which was the kind of intersection of what I wanted to talk about at that point. And later on, I bought in mindset, which is where our mutual love of mindset came from. So I think that was really what sparked the whole journey and allowed me to put out better content, better offers, um, figure out my services, really understand my audience. And it just took my business to a whole new level because before that I was kind of swimming in the sea of sameness. And obviously that's how I came across you, Natalie, listening to your podcast and obviously over in our time in Bali and Lisbon doing the, the various the suitcase entrepreneur retreats. So talk me through, and this is where I'm really excited about in terms of that next chapter, because I know that you're not the type of person that just goes this is working great. I'm going to settle at this. What made you now transition into what you're doing at the moment? A couple of life changes. So um, after seven years of being on the road in the air, (laughs) um, I was a little bit tired of traveling. And I also feel like I'd just been running that path for so long. And digital nomadism and lifestyle entrepreneurship and location independence has become quite well, not mainstream, but it's become a lot more common. There's tons more people doing it, which is fantastic. And I feel like I've helped be a part of that crew that helped initially influence people to think about the fact that they could run a business from anywhere. But I like to be at the front of trends and I feel like I've been doing it for so long and there are all these wonderful millennials coming along. That coupled with the fact that I came back to New Zealand in late 2016 and a few months later found myself buying this amazing property with my partner, getting two puppies, getting chickens and kind of being in this absolute different realm of freedom. It was more lifestyle freedom um, and it was completely different. And I went through quite a lot of change. I took a business sabbatical. I took time out. I rethought everything. And I really just kind of got back to my roots of the things that I loved when I first started my business, which was the community building, which was the inspiration and motivation with the practical to follow it up. And I just felt like on myself, I wanted, I had been on such a big personal journey that I wanted to now basically morph my business into reaching your full potential. Cause I think deep down, that's what we're all here on earth to do. And I didn't want it to just be about business or location independence anymore. So hence the shift in com, and hence the shift and it's still evolving into uncovering life-changing habits and routines so that you can reach your true potential and still have freedom in business and adventure in life. Definitely. And that's what I love about this whole journey, both for myself and from many entrepreneurs that we've crossed our path with. Typically, what I find is that what people start doing is not what they end up doing. There's always that evolution. And we sometimes don't know where that's going to lead as well. So always love hearing about your your transitions and what you're up to in terms of those next chapters. What did you learn about yourself, especially about mindset to allow you to make that transition? Oh my God, so many things. I mean, I think I'm still on that path. And I think when you've had a business for seven years and then you kind of give it up, um, you go through a lot, (laughs) a lot of moments with your mind and the inner voice and the comparison game and the failure game and the who am I and the what am I doing? So it's been a really, really interesting shift. And I think coming out the other side of it, the process has been wallowing in those feelings, has been acknowledging them, has been working through them, has been reading and learning and understanding it better. Um, And also when you go through a massive identity shift, which I really did um, from free, single, location independent, traveling, suitcase entrepreneur to in a partnership with a property, not traveling as much, um, with responsibilities and the likes of fur babies. It's it was just such a huge change. And I think you have to give yourself the space and time to appreciate that and go through it and acknowledge that big changes in lives can lead to big changes in your own like personal journey. 
um, and to embrace that, but to also let the journey unfold. So it's a constant evolution right now, but I think as we all go on our own journeys of growth, um, we should take people along with us as we learn. And that's probably the key to everything I do is as I'm learning and as I'm evolving and as I'm changing and as I'm experiencing things, I love to pass that knowledge on to other people if it will help. And that's always been my sort of ethos in life and I'm getting to do it now now that I'm just becoming clearer and clearer about everything that I'm doing. Definitely. And obviously at the start of the year, we both collaborated on the Freedom Lab, which was all about master your mindset. So from your experience, what's the most common way that you see small business owners holding themselves back where you would love to just give them a shake and say, seriously, you need to get out your way? (laughs) Uh, Oh, the biggest thing is not taking action. Uh, I've been listening to a great book, um, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And even though it's the simplest thing in the world, five, four, three, two, one. And by the time you're saying one, you should be taking action, jumping out of bed, making that phone call, approaching that person in a networking event, going up your potential new lover um it's it's the biggest thing that i've always been out there to help people with is take action stop talking start dreaming and take action on those dreams and i do think that's the way that most people are getting in their own way is by just telling themselves stories that aren't serving them i mean we went over this in master your mindset it's so true these limiting beliefs these incessant stories and the language that we use and i caught myself um, a lot over the last sort of year using language like, but you're not, uh, but that will never happen. Why would it be you? just, oh, just so many excuses as opposed to this is possible. You're doing this. Let's go. Uh, so I think the biggest reason people get in their own way is not actually the fear of failure. It's that they have these feelings and emotions that get in the way of them taking action. And that's what you've got to trigger yourself. That's where you've got to have these awesome triggers that you teach through your work that get people to snap out of it in the moment and get on with living their life. Definitely. And it's so profound. Something so simple. I love the fact that you talk about the five second rule. I refer to that in episode number one. And when I first came across that, I thought, okay, it's really simplistic. But when you actually start putting it into action, it gives you a real conscious way to to really break some of those habits and those strategies that are holding us back as well. Absolutely. We came across each other, especially around the world of wealth dynamics and understanding your entrepreneurial superpower, which I know you're a firm believer of. So you are a star profile out of the eight different entrepreneurial superpowers. (laughs) And I'll be doing a whole episode on this in the upcoming podcast. But in the meantime, I'd love to kind of hear how has knowing your entrepreneurial superpower served you and your business? That is a great question, Osman. And I hope you ask every single one of your guests who's done the wealth dynamics. I think it has really helped me to hone in on what I do best, why I do it best and what sucks my energy. So by knowing that as a star, I'm best out front teaching, leading, speaking and inspiring in many ways and being that front person that shines the light on others and shines the light on being of service. It's really helped me to go, okay, that's my forte. When I get stuck too much in the systems and the admin and the detail focus, it's going to draw me down. So I can do a lot of that. I'm actually a super systems focused person, but I need a team. I need a team on board to allow me to shine my light. And so that's probably been the biggest learning for me, even though I have to keep coming back to it. There's days when I feel like doing everything myself and then I'm like, no, star needs a team. Otherwise you can't be doing the great work and getting the message out in the world. And now that i have been finessing and refining my team for many years, it's really apparent to me that that is when I'm allowed to do my best work and when they support me in the best possible way. So those have probably been 
the biggest things that have come out of it and just knowing where to put my energy and why I feel like I do when I'm doing certain things. Perfect. So if you haven't come across Wealth Dynamics, as I say, I'll be doing a whole episode on that coming up. But in the meantime, if you want to find out what your entrepreneurial superpower is, head over to the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash three. So what do you wish you could go back and tell that younger Natalie at the start of her entrepreneurial journey? (sighs) I have quite a few lessons for Natalie, but I think the main one would be you have more than enough in which to be able to serve people around the world and make an impact. Don't hold back any longer. Just take action and start delivering. Perfect advice. I'm sure that Natalie and all the listeners would appreciate that. So what exciting new adventures have you got coming up in the world of Natalie Sisson? (laughs) Where do I want to start? I've actually got three business projects that I'm experimenting with this year, which may sound crazy to people. I've always just had one business focus. And what I've found now that I've wrapped my head around calendar management, blocking out of time, batching tasks, and doing multiple focuses at individual times, is that it's given me tons of purpose, tons of focus, lots of enthusiasm, and really great momentum. And the biggest thing that I'm excited about, Osman, is that I am releasing Project Now, which is actually a project that my partner Josh and I have been doing for over a year, which is kind of like life management, actually, because we've realized that we have all these systems in our businesses and they serve us really well and they make us more streamlined and more efficient. And I was like, why don't we have more of those systems for managing our life? And so this is a really simple, just color-coded, fun spreadsheet that we've been using. And it's worked really well for us. It's, it's more than that. It's meetings and heartbeats and reflections and rhythms and daily actions. But it's worked so much. It's transformed our lives. And we've done it together. And we feel like it could be something really amazing to release to our friends and family and peers and a pilot. So that's my big thing that's coming up and along with a book publishing aspect and my new e-commerce business. But I'd say the most important and most exciting thing is Project Now. That's a working title, but I'm really excited to release it to the world because it feels like it's an alignment of everything that I've been leading up to and all the work that I've done. Oh, it definitely sounds like that. And you'll have to come back on to the podcast and share even more about that as the, the journey progresses, I'm sure. I will, especially because I announce it here first. You guys oh, are first to hear it. And I love an exclusive. <laughs> You're the first guest and we've got an exclusive. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> So where can people find out more about what you're up to and connect with you if they want to? I would love for them to connect with me at nataliesisson.com. That's S-I-S-S-O-N, Sisson, uh, because that is where you'll find my goodness. And I'm also at Natalie Sisson on Twitter and Instagram and all the good places online. So I'd love for them just to pop out there and say hi. Perfect. And my final question, when are we going back to Bali to do another retreat together? (laughs) (laughs) Asking me on this live. I love it. I think it's going to be early next year, actually, to be fair. I think it's going to be when the Freedom Plan has come out and we want to follow it up with a a live action focused retreat. Perfect. I think that works out with my family life as well. And I've already told my beautiful wife that that's on the card. So I'm looking forward to that again. She's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> oh, it is. So thank you. Thank you, Natalie. It's been a real privilege having you here. And thank you for sharing all these words of wisdom. And I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be your first guest. I'm so excited for your podcast and future guests and transformations. Thank you. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. 
Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.